Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shegun Obaji as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Faith for almost one month now, right? Good. We have seen the speaking part or heard about the speaking part of faith. We have also considered what faith is. Amen. What else have we considered? The speaking part of faith, what faith is. What else? Huh? Who, who can speak? Stand up and speak it out loud. Who? You are bold. Stand up. Shout it. Yes. The expression of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I know, I know Pastor Dipo is very bold. The wife can tell. Sometimes it's so bold that the wife is saying, oh, don't say too much. Just say, leave me alone. Let me say it. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. All right. Um, today, we want to consider something along the same line of faith. I have titled it, The Doggedness of Faith. <laughs> the Doggedness of Faith. Glory to God. I was praying in other tongues and then the Spirit of God gave me that title. He said, tell them. Sunday morning first service that faith in God is dogged. Now, let's break down that big word, doggedness. There's no dog in doggedness. Alright? Doggedness means to insist on something, to take no for an answer. Doggedness means importunity. Persistence. Doggedness means continuity, not looking back. To be positively adamant. It does not mean stubbornness. It means insistence. Amen. So when we say the doggedness of faith, it simply means faith that takes no for an answer. Faith that insists on what it demands according to the word of God. Now we have learned that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that means faith to believe God for something comes by hearing God's word. And we have also learned that faith is not based on circumstances, Faith is based on the word of God. Therefore, faith insists on the word only. The word of God alone. Faith insists on the word. That means faith is not going to take anything less than the word that has given birth to it. Faith insists on the word. Hallelujah. What does faith insist on? The word. Now, when we say the doggedness of faith, it means 
faith saying yes to the word and yes to the word alone and no to every other thing. Hallelujah. That's, that's the doggedness of faith. Now, let's look at an example in scriptures in Genesis chapter 1. We start the reading from verse 1. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. What was upon the face of the deep? Darkness. Now, darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now, God didn't desire darkness, didn't believe in darkness. That was not his will. That was not his desire. That was not his intent. So, what did God do? The Bible says, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. Hallelujah. You know, one time a preacher was ministering, and he said, When God said, Let there be light, or light be, the Bible does not reveal to us how long it took for light to come into manifestation. Alright? But if you read through the account of creation, you understand that it took some time. Because the Bible talked about the evening and the morning, the first day, the evening and the morning, the second day. So it took some time for that light to come into existence. I am not sure it happened the very moment God said it. In other words, it manifested the very moment God said it. But the process began the very moment God said it. The initiation of the process of light coming into existence began the very moment God said it. Like it happened in the case of Jesus Christ cursing the fig tree in Mark chapter 11. You remember that account? The Bible tells us that he drew near expecting that he would get fruit on the fig tree. And the Bible tells us that he was amazed. He didn't see any fruit. And then he said out loud, no man eats fruit of thee again for how long? Forever. The Bible says and the disciples heard him. And then they went on their way to Bethany. The following day they were returning to Jerusalem to do ministry. And one of his disciples, Peter by name, you know, to be specific, discovered that the fig tree that the master caused the other day had dried up to its roots. And Jesus said, have faith in God. In other words, have the God kind of faith. So you see, God uses faith here. This is the God kind of faith in manifestation, isn't it? Come on, isn't it? Yeah, this is the God kind of faith. You know, in creation here, this is the God kind of faith in manifestation. So I can say from precedence of scripture or comparing spiritual things with spiritual things the word of God with the word of God that it did not manifest all of a sudden immediately but you see when God said it he insisted on what he said let there be light and I don't care how great that darkness is there must be light it has to be it has been it must be My word prevails. My faith is working. Light has to be. It must come. It has to come. I have said it. It must happen. My faith is happening. My faith is working. Glory to God. God insisted on what he said. He never doubted what he said. He never felt well because it's taking some time for light to come into existence. Okay, let there be some light. Not 
Absolute light. Now you know, you know some light, you know. And then it's taking so much time for some light to come. Okay, okay, let it be a candle. A candle light. A flicker of light. Let there be a ray of light. No. God means let there be light. Face out the darkness. Face it out. The Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light of life that was in him shines where? In darkness, and darkness could not handle it. Darkness could not comprehend it. Glory to God. Now, the point here is this. God has shown us through the account of creation that faith is dogged. Faith insists on the word and the word alone. And so God said, let there be light. And the Bible tells us, and there was light. There was light. God did not flinch in his faith. God did not waver in his faith. God did not cave in in his faith. God didn't give up on his faith. God spoke his word and through the force of faith, his word kept going forth to produce what he said and it was according to what he said. Glory to God. Now, many of us start out believing God's word and then because we feel some things around us or we see some symptoms that are not in line with God's word, we begin to renegotiate the expectations of our faith. We begin to renegotiate the outcomes of our faith. Okay, Lord, if that is not going to happen, okay, do something, just something small. That's not faith. That's unbelief trying to act like faith. Faith insists on the word. If healing is what God has said is yours, you insist on healing, all right, not managing the situation. If prosperity is what God has said, you insist on prosperity, not just having enough. Prosperity is much more than having enough. If your budget for the year is 200 million naira, and you have just 200 million naira to meet that budget, that's not prosperity. 200 million naira looks, ooh, that's a rich man, but that's not prosperity. A man who is not on that level, whose budget for the year is just 2 million naira, and then he's got 3 million naira or 5 million naira. That's prosperity. <laughs> prosperity is always in excess. When you say someone is prospering, he's got more than enough, he's blessed, and he's a blessing. He's not just blessed for himself, he's blessed for the whole world. He's blessed for his neighborhood. You see, faith will insist on the word. I believe that the challenge with a lot of Christians when it comes to receiving their expectations according to God's word is the fact that they are ignorant of what the word of God says. Some don't know the word. They don't know what the word says. So any other thing can go with them, can pass with them. Why? Because they are ignorant of the word. So we have to know what the word of God says concerning the issues of our lives so that when we are in faith, we are standing for the word and the word alone. We are not standing for any other thing. Glory to God. Amen? Another account is in um, 
Matthew chapter 8. Let's look at it very quickly. Matthew 8. We'll start the reading from verse 5. It's the account of um, the centurion who came to Jesus on the behalf of his servant who was sick at home. And then Jesus said, well, no problem. I will come with you or go with you and heal him. Now note what the Bible tells us here in verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant light at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word, what? Only, and my servant shall be healed. Just speak the word. And my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. And said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Hallelujah. No, not in Israel. (laughs) Now, the centurion insisted on the word. He insisted on the word of God. That means he would not take anything for his reality apart from the word of God. That means he stood on the word. This is my reality. That is the doggedness of faith. And that's what brings about the result. You insist on the word. You insist on on the word. Sound health is yours in Christ Jesus. Insist on the word. Prosperity is yours in Christ Jesus. Insist on the word of God. Long life is yours in Christ Jesus. Insist on the word. Fruitfulness is yours in Christ Jesus on every side. Spirit, soul, and body. Insist on the word. You are not going to take anything less than the word of God. You are not going to set to for anything less than the word because some things are happening around you because of the economy, because of your family background, because of your academic qualification. You are not going to set to for anything less than what the word of God says. You are going to insist on the word. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. Something happened one time. Our family was traveling to Lagos, everybody in the car. And then we got to, um, after Ogiri, you know, and then after Redemption Camp, we're moving towards Lagos, and there was a serious traffic. And in that traffic, one of my sons, Joshua, to be specific, said he wanted Coke, Coca-Cola. And then he said, the real Coke. And I felt Coke, Coca-Cola, the real Coke. He was very specific. So we felt, well, okay, no problem. We're looking around. Some people were selling, you know, soft drinks. And then we got someone who was selling Pepsi. 
And we bought Pepsi. We said, well, that's, that's Coke. It's, it's, it's black. That's Coke. The guy was really thirsty. And then he said, no. Enoch can take that. David can take that. I want the real Coke. We looked around. We couldn't find anybody selling the real Coke. So we got to, <laughs> to Lagos. And we found a restaurant. And we bought him the real Coke. Amen. He sat down and he enjoyed the real Coke. Hallelujah. He did not mind waiting that long. He wanted the real Coke. That was what he wanted. And the Lord showed me, said, did you see that in your son? Insist on the word. What do you want in life? Many of us have taken the second position in life. Some are playing the second fiddle. For some, they have platooed. They feel it's not worth it going that high or this high. Let's just stay here. What is in life, God himself? Is it not to eat and drink and die? You know? And then some are complacent, some are indifferent, some are neither here nor there, sitting on the fence. Some feel it's not even worth it. Why should I even do it? You see, let me tell you why you should succeed according to God's word. If you're not going to do it for yourself, if you're not going to do it for your generation, if you're not going to do it for your family, if you're not going to do it for your nation, do it for the glory of God. God said so. Be so. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. Insist on the... Don't settle for anything less than the word of God. If God's word says abundance, a little one shall become what? A thousand and a small one, a great or mighty nation, insist on the word. Don't say, well, after all, I'm, I'm fine. I'm better than social person. Who told you that? Nobody is better than any other, another person. Better can only be in the context of you alone in your destiny and in the fulfillment of God's plan for you. You can only be better than yourself. Tell your neighbor, you can never be better than me. No, you can't. You cannot. Let's don't compare. You can never be better than you. Say, well, thank God I, I am better than so. So who told you that? If God opens your eyes to see what your destiny requires, you will never compare yourself with any other person. Not again. Not again. Forever. Don't compare. You see, some people say, well, uh, the, our churches, we don't compare. We have a global ministry. Do you understand what I'm saying? We are not located and situated and confined to Ileife. So there's no comparison with any church in Ileife. When we get to 50,000 membership, we still not compare ourselves. We are still increasing. Because God has given us the whole world. Ileife is too small. We thank God. (laughs) Hey, we are better than that church. Who told you that? You are not better than any other person. You can only be better than yourself. So stop comparing. I don't compare myself with anybody. I know who I am. I know my destiny. My destiny is, is specific and prophetic. And I'm operating God's prophetic calendar for my life. I don't have any business comparing myself with anybody. Why? Because that's none of my business. 
I know what my business is. I must outdo myself. I must be better than myself. Oh, glory to God. I have myself to compete with. I have myself to outdo. I have myself to outrun. I have myself to outshine. I'm not interested in outshining any other person. We are not in any competition. We are not in any rat race. Glory to God. You see, you can be better than yourself. The path of the just is as what? A shining light that shines how? Brighter and brighter even unto the perfect day. So listen, beloved. You, you have to aspire to outdo yourself. There's something God has in store for you. Don't be complacent. Don't stay on that level. Don't play too. The table land is not your land. The mountain top is where you belong. Tell your neighbor, say, the table land is not your land. The mountain top is where you belong. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I remember two sisters in the same family, one older than the other. The older one couldn't really uh, do well, maybe because of some reasons academically. Of course, uh, studied medicine and then finished. Um, as graduated as a medical doctor. The other one studied another course in engineering. I mean, the younger one. But there had been this rivalry in the family between the both of them. The older one felt the younger one was smarter. So she, she just felt she needed to outsmart the younger one, by all means. And then the both of them got born again. God filled with the Holy Ghost, but never renewed their mind, particularly the older one. Never renewed a mind to the word of God. And then the rivalry continued. The younger one got engaged first. Alright? The older one got angry and found someone. <laughs> and got engaged too. <laughs> Alright, the relationship didn't work out. You know, she broke up with the guy. The older one broke up with the guy. And then the younger one was about to get married and preparing for marriage. The older one got angry, found another guy, and got married to him. She's crying now. You see, if you, if you strive with people, all right, you can never win the battle over them. Because you see, if you're competing with a student in Unilag. <laughs> now you are in OEU, Obafemolo University. Alright? <laughs> you can never outshine that person there. Amen? Because the yardstick is different. Course outline is different. Say I'm the best. Yes. Of, me. of me. I can be better than me. Uh-huh. You cannot be better than someone else. The doggedness of faith insists on the word. Insists on what God has said concerning you. Another example is found in Romans chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Romans chapter 4. 
we'll start the reading from verse 17. Mm. Now this is God here speaking to Father Abraham. And he said to him, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. I have made thee a father of many nations. What did God tell him? I have made you a father of many nations. What does that mean? A father of many nations. How many nations? Many nations. How many? Many nations. Now, that was God's word to Abraham. I have made you a father of many nations. At this time, Abraham was without a child. Abraham, at this time, could not even produce anymore because according to biology, Abraham was as good as dead. Yet God said to him, I have made you a father of many nations. Now look at his response. The Bible says, before him whom he believed. Listen, Abraham believed God despite his situation, despite his condition, despite what his medical doctors had told him. Abraham believed God still. Before him whom he believed. Even God. So Abraham believed God. He didn't look like what God was saying to him was true. His situation did not justify the word of God. His situation did not attest to the verity of God's word. Yet he believed God. Look at it. He believed God, even God, who quickens the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. He believed God and said, God, I believe you. You are the God who can quicken my body. You can quicken my body. Now, you see, Abraham had two options. Either to believe God or to believe his situation. Believing his situation would have been Settling down on a table land. True or false? Believing God for him was climbing up the mount and reaching the peak of God's destiny for him. So he chose to believe God. It was not easy on his flesh. He didn't make sense to his natural mind. He didn't see in his natural mind how God would do that and bring to pass his word in his life. Yet, he believed God and trusted that God would quicken his body, make his body alive again. And God would bring to manifestation what he had commanded in his own situation. Glory to God. He believed God. The Bible says, who against hope? Who against hope? Who against hope? Which hope is that? Who against the natural hope? Naturally speaking, there was no hope for him anymore. But against that hope, let's not say against hope. Against that hope, he believed in hope. Which hope? The supernatural hope that came to him by the word of God. He believed in hope that he might become, what? The father of many nations. Oh, glory to God. According to that which was spoken... So shall thy seed be. Look at him. I love this. And be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. Did you see that? He did not consider his body at that time dead. 
He did not consider it. Why? Because that was not the consideration of faith for him. The consideration of faith for Abraham was to insist on the word. Was to insist on the word. This is my consideration. This is my attention. This is my focus. This is my obsession. This is my life. Considering the word and the word alone. He considered not his own body now dead. And when he was about a hundred years old. When he was about a hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Oh glory to God. How many of us know Abraham was blessed and he's blessed? Wave your hands. How did he come about the blessing? The Bible says we should be followers of those who through what? Faith and patience. Insistence on the word. Inherit the promises. The Bible says he what? He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He staggered not at the promise of God. He did not stumble at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. He was strong in faith, insist on the word. I remember in 2008, we were praying. My wife and I were praying. And then the word of the Lord came to us saying, I give you a property in Parakin. Hallelujah. There was an open door, all right, at one time, but it didn't look like the open door. Hallelujah. And so, we neglected it. And then we insisted on the word. Tell your neighbor, say, insist on the word. We insisted, yeah, that's, that's where we have a building. If a city is blessed, amen. But we don't belong there. Because, you see, God's word has given us our own allocation, where we belong. We insisted on the word, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012 we had an open door it was a cheap offer very ridiculous amen it happened we bought a property there someone wanted to sell his property fenced had built a BQ to probably the roof level and then the main house was a bungalow had built it the German floor what I'm saying German floor because you know I'm speaking to laymen, maybe laymen in building, but we call it ground floor. Amen. There's nothing like German floor in literature. Alright, but that's what you know it to be. So the German floor <laughs> had been done, erected, the fence had been done, gates erected. Well had been dug, um, soccer way and the septic tank erected. Amen. <laughs> I said amen. amen. Glory to God. And then we told the person, well, this is how much we can pay. And the person said, okay, no problem. Do you have the money? We said, yes. And so we bought it. Now, 2008 to 2012, how many years? 
were insisted. You know, living in Ife City is good. It's a good place. But we could have said, well, let's just refurbish this place and just enjoy life. After all, it is still the will of God. You see, many of us short change ourselves because we think maybe our fate was too wild. You know, sometimes we feel I mean, my fate wasn't too my fate wasn't reasonable. My fate was too wild. My fate was out of the box. And God wants to keep me within the box. So, uh, let me just stay within the box. Your destiny is not within the box. <laughs> Amen. But we insisted. Every morning, let someone say every morning. My wife and I held our hands together. Parking, here we come. Thank you, Lord, for it. God said it. We heard it. And we kept insisting on the word. And the offer came. Hallelujah. You see? Well, many of us give up too soon. We give up too soon on the word. Why? Because we feel our faith is too wild. Listen very carefully. If it's an idea that God has given you, and if it it, it is divine, it is possible. And it's a reality. Did you get that? It does not matter how long it will take to see the manifestation. Insist on the word. Don't take anything less. Go for the real Coca-Cola. Even if it take you another 30, 30, 45 minutes to get to a restaurant in Lagos like Joshua, insist on the real Coca-Cola. You understand what I mean? Glory to God. I said glory to God. Is someone following here? So Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, to God, to God, to God. He was giving glory. He was giving glory. He was giving glory. At that time, his body was still dead. Yet, he insisted on the word. I'm a father of many nations. I'm a father of many nations. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. You know, some of us are beginning to doubt the fact that we are blessed. Some are beginning to stylishly, in style, deny that they are blessed. Why? You see, do I look blessed like this? <laughs> look at your neighbor. Say, I'm blessed. <laughs> you see, it has nothing to do with how you look now. Insist on what? The word. It's called the doggedness of faith. The Bible says, He considered not his own body now dead, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. But the Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Doing what? Giving glory to God. I am blessed. God has said it. It is so. It is so. It is so. Look at it. God said, light be. And light was. I have discovered something in scriptures Studying through the word of God, 
I have found out that the very moment we start out in faith, the process of faith in the realm of the spirit begins. The physical manifestation may not happen immediately. It may happen, it may not. But you see, if we go by sight, we begin to observe the wind, we begin to look at symptoms, we begin to look at physical evidences, and then when we, it looks like God's word is not being fulfilled in our lives, we begin to doubt. And that was why we defined what faith is. Faith is not based on the situation you're going through. Faith is based on what? The word. The word of God in your spirit. Ask your neighbor, with all you've been through, are you still blessed? <laughs> Ask your neighbor with what your bank account is saying. You, you, you say, you <laughs> with, with the few customers you have right now in your business, do you think you're still blessed? <laughs> Amen. The Lord taught me something one time. He said, the devil is master in the sense realm. If you come to that level with him, he will beat you hands down. He will beat you red, blue, black, yellow, and pink. But if he's trying to pull you, come, come down here. Come down and say, no, I don't belong there. In the name of Jesus, I deal in the word. I deal in the word. I am blessed. This is what God's word says. I know it as much as I know my name. It does not matter what is going on around me. I am blessed. Hallelujah. And then you break bread over it again. You know, the Lord just revealed that secret. We've been breaking bread daily now. Amen. Every day, (laughs) the blood has been shed. His body has been broken. Jesus paid the full price. We are beneficiaries of it. I am blessed. I am blessed. He says, the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and broke it. This is my body broken for you. As often as you eat it, eat it in remembrance of me. And then he took cup, he sobbed, and said, this is the cup of the New Testament in my blood shed for you. And then they drank. Hallelujah. You know what he was doing? The disciples didn't ask questions. They knew what Jesus was doing. <laughs> they knew. You know, they didn't ask Jesus, Jesus, what, what means these things? <laughs> they did not ask. They knew what the master was doing. What was he doing? Come on, look at me. What was he doing? He was, they were, they were ish, ish, ancient people, so they knew he was cutting a covenant with them. Amen. I said amen. When he said my body and then my blood, they knew it was a covenant thing. And then he said New Testament in my blood. In my blood. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You are Jesus' blood 
covenant brother. And everything that he is, you are. Everything that he has, you have. <laughs> Glory to God. Now let me, let me just share this with you very briefly and then we close. Pastor Rije and the wife, please, the both of you come. Let's appreciate them. <laughs> Can you turn and face the congregation? All right, what's, what's your name? Olujide Arije. Arije. All right. What's your name? Oluwabumi Arije. Good. Is your father's name Arije? No. <laughs> but, your father's name is what? Arije. Good. <laughs> that means by covenant in marriage. Right? She's now your father's daughter. Yes, indeed. And that's why she's called daughter-in-law in covenant. Though she was not and she's not your father's biological daughter. True or false? She's not. Good. It, it's called covenant. Now, when the Arijas are gathering, all right, she gathers with the Arijas. True or false? True. True. What's your, your father's name, your biological father's name? Adeodu. Adeodu. When the Adeodus are gathering, she's not part of them anymore. <laughs> you don't say, well, I'm Adeodu. I'm not. And you say, hey, Adeodu what? You are a DJ, come here. <laughs> now, listen very carefully. You know what that means? It tells you how strong covenant is. Covenant is as strong as blood. Did you hear me? Covenant is as what? Strong as blood. How many of us know that by Jesus Christ, we did not cut that covenant with the Father directly? Jesus did. But when we came in covenant with him by faith, we became one with the Father in that covenant. And now we don't bear our names anymore. We bear the name of the Lord. So when they say your badges... In heaven, there's nothing like your badges. In the record of God, there's nothing like your badges. Amen? In the record of God, I am in Christ. And Christ is in me. I am Christ's. Now, I, I'm, I'm not Jesus. Don't say you are Jesus. That's, that's heresy. You are not Jesus. There's only one Jesus. All right? But you have come into oneness with Jesus. You are Christ. Say it with your mouth. Say, I am Christ. I am Christ. One more time. Say, I am, I am Christ. So you see, when you break bread, have an understanding of what you are doing. All right? When you come to your husband, and then you say, my husband... 
You know I bear your name. You know what that means? Look at the way I'm dressed. You know I bear your name. And then the husband is challenged because the covenant man. And then he empties his account. But you see, it shows you are a covenant man. Look at the way your wife is dressed. How many of us like her? He's a covenant man. Now, a covenant man will do anything to make his wife comfortable. How many of us know what I'm saying here? Because, you see, your wife is no longer our own. She's no longer our biological father's. Your wife is yours. And you are one. Whatever you have, she has. Whatever she has, you have. It's called covenant. Hallelujah. Did you learn something this morning? Let's appreciate their riches. Amen. Now, what we are saying here is you insist on the word because you see, the relationship between you and Jesus and you and the Father is covenant based. You remember Abraham, after God had cut a covenant with him, was interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah and was negotiating the destiny of Sodom and Gomorrah in intercession with the Father. You saw the way he spoke with Jehovah. Huh? <laughs> Insist on the word. Jesus Christ is the shorty of this new covenant, established upon better promises. Jesus Christ will make sure that his word is good in your life. He is the shorty, he is the certainty. He's the assurance, the foundation of this new covenant. Hallelujah. And then you insist, health is mine. Or break bread. Health is mine. The blood was shed. Your body was broken for me. I know what is mine. I know what is mine. I know what is mine. And as you break bread, thank you, Lord, for I have redemption in you. I have it in you. And I take it as mine. In the name of Jesus. And as you break bread, you give thanks. You give glory to God. The Bible says, staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God. You can break bread with biscuit and Coca-Cola. You can break bread with biscuit and minerals. Um, what is it called? Mirinda or Fanta or wine. Someone says, ah, well, that's, that doesn't sound like, that it doesn't taste like Holy Communion wine. You know, and all that. You see, don't be religious. You can carry biscuit in your bag everywhere you go in class. All right? You attended the first class, you didn't understand what the lecturer was saying. You attended the second one, you didn't understand. I have understanding. You break bread and then, you know, I have understanding. All of a sudden, you're catching it. 
Amen. Take what belongs to you. Insist on the word. I have a sound mind. I have it. I have it. Insist on the word. It's called the doggedness of faith. You're talking it. You're thinking it. You insist on the word of God. I'm a blessed man. I'm not a beggar. I'm not a pauper. I'm a blessed man and I'm a blessing to the nations of the earth. It does not matter how it feels like now, how I look now, it makes no difference. I am blessed. 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 I am the seed of Abraham by faith. I am the seed of Abraham by faith. I have inherited the promise. In the name of Jesus, I am blessed. 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 Blessed in the morning. Blessed at noon. Blessed in the night. Blessed on my bed. Blessed when I go out. Blessed when I come in. Blessed. Blessed. Are there blessed people here? Insist on the word. You may be giving five naira as an offering now. Alright? Look beyond that. Insist on the word. You may be winning one soul, two souls now. Alright? And God has called you an evangelist. Amen? Rehan Bonki will be too small. Result wise. Compared to what God is going to do through you. You believe that? If you believe it, say amen. Amen. As a wife, maybe your pocket money right now is just 5,000 naira. Insist on the word. Don't blame your husband. Say, my husband is blessed. Don't say, your husband only live. No, say my husband is blessed. Are there wives here? All the ladies, if you are married or not married, in faith or in fact, say it. Say, my husband is blessed. Hallelujah. Don't discourage your husband, encourage him. Say, I am blessed. I'm making progress. I'm making progress. I'm making progress in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Healing is mine. It was paid for by Jesus. I refuse to take anything less than healing and health in the name of Jesus. I am the healed of the Lord. I am blessed. I am fruitful. I'm prosperous. Amen. 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 Glory to God. That's the doggedness of faith. That's the doggedness of faith. If God has said, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone to the ends of the world. You believe that. You insist on that. Hallelujah. I have a calling to the ends of the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm starting from Elife. Thank God for Elife. Amen. But you see, I cannot be confined to Elefe. My destiny is bigger than Elefe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. You insist on the word. Insist on the word. Sometimes you're praying in other tongues, just insisting on the word. Healing is mine. And that's what I have. Every, every biblical means to insist on the word, engage them. Break bread, speak in other tongues, make confessions, witness to people, and bless. Out of the mouth of two or more witnesses, every word shall be established. Tell them, have you seen a blessed person before? <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's who I am. Insist on the word. Don't take, don't, that devil is a liar. If he's bringing his package to you and say, well, if this is it, be depressed, hang your head in doubt. You cannot make it in life anymore. Look at your mates. They've gone past you. Amen. Tell that devil, you are a liar. We are not in any rat race. I have a peculiar and a specific and a well-defined destiny from God. I am making progress daily in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout amen. When he comes and is reminding you of how hopeless your situation is. Who against hope? Who against... You see, you can go against natural hope. Who against hope? Believe in hope. That he might become the father of many nations. As it was said unto him, so shall thy seed be. The Bible says, uh, he considered not his own body now dead. Now that is deadness of Sarah's womb. He was strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Insist on the word. Insist on the word. I want to give you five minutes to insist on the word. That devil is a liar. It does not matter where it came from. From the, from the lowest part of hell, it makes no difference. I know who I am and I know what I have in Christ Jesus. That devil is a liar. Insist on the word. You have just one testimony. You have just one witness. And that's the word of God. Refuse to listen to that devil. Insist on the word. Insist on the word of God. Insist on the word. 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 Yes. Yes. What God has said concerning you is true. What God has said concerning you is true. Let God alone be true and all men be liars. Insist on the word. Insist on the word of God. Insist on it. The doggedness of faith. Kabala bayada boshete boroto. Imbrakatala maseke telebrogadosh. 
Insist on the word. Insist on that word. God's word is true. Refuse to take anything less. No, 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 no. I'm not going to take anything less than the word. The word of God is mine. Prosperity is mine. Health is mine. Yes, peace is mine. In Christ Jesus, insist on the word of God. Insist on the word of God. Insist on the word. 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 Insist on yes. Healing is yours. It was paid for. It was paid for. Insist on it. Do not doubt it. It is perfect. Your redemption is perfect. Your healing is perfect. Insist on the word of God. Insist. 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 I know what belongs to me. The devil can't give me a wrong package. I refuse to sign a wrong package from the devil. I insist on the word. 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 Yes, 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 yes to the word only, yes to the word alone, no to every other thing, yes to the word, yes to healing, yes to prosperity, yes to increase, yes to preaching the gospel, yes to winning souls for Jesus, yes, We know yes, you've been blessed yes, by this message. Yes. For further information and details on how to be a partner, please contact Shago Badger Teaching Ministries on plus 234-7066-453122 or plus 234-80-601-00093. Stay blessed.